Keeping up with the Joneses. AJ Jones? Yes, sir. You look resplendent tonight. Thank you. It feels like you've completely skipped fall and gone straight to winter. I would wear this sweater in the fall as well. For those who are not watching the podcast can't see, AJ's wearing a chunky knit white Santa Claus It's not Santa Claus. It's turtleneck. a it's a- Cowl neck. It's not a mock turtle neck. It's what neck. Santa Claus would wear what? when he's kicking well, his in boots what, off. In what world? <laughs> Takes his woolly hat off. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, well, You've spent a lot of time <laughs> thinking about this. It is just an off-white, comfy, warm net. sweater. You're always cold. And I am in a Hawaiian shirt because it's been roasting today. Yes, but I like I came home from being away and the house is a refrigerator. In part, not my fault. Uh, our no. Nest thermostat mm-hmm. is gotten so old now that the battery that keeps it fully charged keeps draining, and it had set itself to sixty nine degrees. Is that what's That's happened? That's literally what happened. I, I literally was like, my fingers are like little icicles. And I was thinking, man, our house feels perfect right now. And then I saw you shivering and chattering your teeth. Yep. Anyway, Awful. weekly update. Yes. You say you just got back home. Where yes. have you been? We had our small group leaders retreat. So uh, normally we would have had it a couple of weeks ago, but we had some, you know, COVID related, needed to make a different decision yep. scenarios. And uh, so we, for the most part, all of us got to go away. We were missing one. You left Thursday, came back Sunday. Uh-huh. I had to fend for myself. Yes. I may or may not have had ice cream for breakfast on Friday morning while you were gone. I can check the video. <laughs> I actually had deep suspicions that you were checking the video <laughs> all weekend. I didn't. I didn't check it all okay. weekend. Because yeah. you knew I'd tell the truth about myself. Yes. Well, yeah, or the Holy Spirit would rat you out either way. Well, who got who got there first? <laughs> Me or the you Holy did. Spirit? You I did. did, yeah. Uh, did you have a good time? Yeah, it was great. I haven't been on one of those for such a long time. Well, what do you do? You're, it's all we hazing. We just do training. Oh, yeah, training. hazing, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we just do a bunch of different kinds of training, like how to host MC a meeting, how to host or MC or small group, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff. Ministry, like just some basic things, prayer, deliverance, that all that. So, How do you feel about running effectively four schools? First year, second year on campus. I feel campus. more stressed when you call it four schools. It's two different school years, but only two schools. Let's call it two schools. Well, it's not because you've got one <laughs> online school and you've got one in-person school. Yes, and then two school years for each. It, hence my four discrete schools. School years. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I start teaching tomorrow. I have not taught in-person at SOSL for two years. Yeah. I mean, n- not strictly. Yeah, but yeah. Like this, we recorded we, it. Yeah, but, we recorded yeah. it all last year. I'm excited. I'm teaching on Hearing God's Voice tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be great. So you went away while you were away... Uh, what what did I do? Oh, I went to a movie theater for again the first time in like eighteen months. Wow! Um, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Marvel's latest installment. We're a bit of Marvel Cinematic Universe fans, so this kind of new installment came out. I've been watching all of them with my fourteen year old, and I said, Abby, do you want to go to the movie theater with me? And so I checked and I booked. I booked our seats. We went to the IMAX theater. There was twenty people in the whole theater. Which, in an IMAX. Yeah, which seats I don't know hundreds. how many hundreds of people. Yeah. Everyone was wearing masks, and it was just glorious. I just love theaters anyway, movie theaters, cinemas, what do we call them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a great spectacle. 
And then well, I don't know what else I did with the kids. Oh, I uh, start of the year, start of the year, feels like a year. Start of the week, I had a COVID scare. I was exposed to somebody who tested positive for COVID. So I was in like quarantining or isolation until I could go get tested. But it was a false alarm for me. My, yeah, my you test didn't, came back negative. You didn't get any uh, symptoms or anything either. No. So Anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. Apparently, you sung some pretty strange songs to the children when you put them to bed at night yeah, based on the text new. messages I was getting. That's not new. That's yeah. like par for the course. Yeah, it's, it's odd, though. I don't know if there's anything else. No, I had to take over Tia's, the cleaning of Tia's fingers because you were gone. One finger, yeah. Yeah, Tia has a, a like a metal rod in her finger, but the metal rod sticks out, and so the... It's a pin. Metal rod makes it sound like it's... like. It is like you know rebar. It's a big piece of rebar <laughs> right, sticking that's out of what her it finger. Sounds like a yeah. metal rod. Pin. It's it's, a, it's pin. That's what is they it call made it. out of metal. It's it's a metal pin. Yeah. Okay. So she's a metal pin. It's the size pin. of a pin, friends. Not a. It's not the size of a, you say pin, and I think like a like a needle. It's like bigger than that. It, no, it's not. Just that ball on the end that protects it isn't. Okay. But it's a pin. She has a piece of metal sticking out of her finger at, that is an open wound that it's we have to clean <laughs> twice a day, with. What do we do? Hydrogen peroxide and, and saline, saline solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then dress it. And I've I've become a boss at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you're back to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> She's glad I'm back too. She said I, you, you bumped into it a few times with your elbow. And yeah, I kind of did. Abby had a homecoming dance, which I don't know anything about that. Apparently it has nothing to do with being at home. No. No. Mm-mm. Well, that was it. That can't be it. I'm just checking my notes to see if there's anything else we wrote about on our home on our homecoming. No, that really is it. Yeah, my most... What are you looking at? Nothing. You just undress me with your eyes. Of course. You've been away for four days. <laughs> Lock Let's it up, Let's get Jones. this done. <laughs> Lock it up. Our episode this week... Yes. ...is going to be an interesting episode. Yes. Because it's picking up from an episode we did, I don't know, like four months ago, five months ago, back in May. Mm -hmm. We did an episode, it was episode 238 called 50% Vaccinated. Yes. And in that episode, I talk about my decision to get vaccinated against COVID Mm -hmm. and the decisions leading up to that, all against the backdrop of us being a family that have not been uh, pro-vaccination family yes and we tell a story about you know we actually had to hire a vaccination attorney to uh help us get out of a requirement for becoming u.s citizens and so you know why alan did you make this decision and here we are in what are we september we're september by Mm -hmm. the time this episode is released you will now be fully vaccinated along with two of our children and I thought, I don't know, well, I do know you want to talk about it, because I asked you, hey, do you want to talk about that in the podcast? But I thought, what a great follow-up episode to that. Like, a lot has changed in the four or five months. Math doesn't allow me to add that up that quickly. Yeah. And I thought it would be fun for our audience to listen to your process of how you came from, I absolutely don't want to get vaccinated, I don't want the kids to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Insert clip. Yeah. But I'm back to my choice of do I live in fear or do I take everything to God and say, I feel fear. Can you you talk to me about this? So, again, I I don't want to get the vaccine. And I'm not saying I'm never going to get it. I'm saying at this point where I am, that's that's not my desire. If at some point the Lord talks to me about it or whatever, that's a different conversation. 
to where you are now. So where do you want to begin in that particular story? I think it's tricky because um, it's it sort of came in bits and pieces, like in terms of uh, when you got vaccinated in May, you asked me, would you pray about you getting vaccinated and the girls getting vaccinated? So, mm-hmm. I mean, and you didn't bring it back up after that. You just were like... Did I, did I ask you then? I thought I didn't ask you until the kids started going back to school. I don't think it was around the time I got vaccinated. No, it, it was around that time that it you was. said, to, to would I pray about it? And then you checked back in like near the end of July you know, how are you, how are you feeling about, you know, have you been praying about it? Whatever. Yeah. And I'd been processing a bunch of things. Well, back up. When I said, would you pray about it? What was your first thought? My thought was, I'm always going to pray about things. Like, of course I'll pray about it. I, I didn't honestly think that I would arrive at any level of peace in getting it. Okay. But I'm never going to not pray about something that you've asked me to pray about. Well, but the, the only thing I'm thinking there is uh, you were so resolute about it. This is probably a bad example. But if I was to say, to you, hey, babe, would you pray about us getting divorced? Like, you would not pray about that. Like, well, that, that is a bad example. That, that's that's <laughs> No, but I mean, like, your resolution to not being vaccinated was like a core value. So I didn't, I mean, I yes, one is sin, the other isn't. Yes. It was such right. a... I was like, Wow. <laughs> It's late at night. I'm not okay. good at coming up with my examples. <laughs> but anyway, you prayed about it. Yes. I started praying about it. And I tend to take a long time to process stuff with the Lord anyway. And in the midst of all of, uh, in the midst of praying about it, ended up finding out about the tumor, having the tumor removed, all that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. And there was just a whole bunch of things where I felt like the Lord was really nicely sort of talking to me about you know, because they had said this tumor probably not cancerous, you know, whatever. But you know, we can we can take care of it. We can get it out, and then you don't you don't have any sort of pain or discomfort or whatever. And so even that process was part of it for me because I was like, I was happy to let the medical community help me with something that it wasn't cancerous. Uh, nobody could actually see it, but they could take care of it. They could get rid of it. I I didn't check with them what the side effects were going to be of any of the good heavens enormous amount of things that they gave me to put me under, you know, like you you're they're telling you all that stuff and signing, but but at that moment you're just like, I have a grapefruit growing in me and they're going to get it out and the medical community can help me with this mm-hmm. and it's you know, a safe thing, like it's, you know, as safe as it can be to, to have somebody cut you five times. Except they make you sign a waiver saying, yeah, you could you die. Could die. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I'm, I was like, yes, Lord. And, and realizing I'm trusting the Lord in the midst of all of it. Like, I'm like, yes, you, you know, getting surgery is not you not trusting God. Right. I'm just like, okay, Lord, this is, this is, this seems to be the best way to deal with it. I feel peace about it. Okay, God, I'm trusting you to like guide the surgeons and that I won't have side effects and that it will all turn out okay. And as I was processing during recovery, because of course I spent, you know, several weeks in bed, I thought it's interesting, like just as I'm processing, I had really, I had so much fear about the vaccine. Uh, Again, because traditionally we're non uh, vaccine people, but I had a, a lot of fear about the vaccine. And 
I had fear also about the surgery before, but I was like, actually, Lord, I trust you. And I'm not actually going to give into fear. And why aren't I willing to say like, cause I realized I was like, well, I I'll trust the Lord that I won't get COVID again. Right. And I could trust the Lord that the kids won't get COVID or if we get it, that we're going to be fine. Why can't I give the same amount of trust to the Lord that if we got the vaccine, that nothing bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I realized I wasn't willing to do that. Interesting. Um, I was willing to trust with a whole bunch of things I couldn't control over here, and uh, but not with the vaccine. And wow. But even though when I look back, I'm like, oh, I was happy for the medical community to help me with this tumor. But when the medical community says we have a vaccine, I'm like, mm, I don't know, suspicious, you know. So interesting, yeah. yeah. So I realized, oh, like this is it is interesting. And I thought, I, I don't have, I didn't have a problem with other people getting the vaccine. To be clear, I didn't have a problem with you getting yeah. it. I just thought, for me, well, I. I don't want to get it. You did have a problem, but then you prayed about it. I prayed about it, and then I was fine. But I mean, like, I have plenty of friends who have gotten the vaccine, and I have plenty of friends who haven't gotten the vaccine, and that's their business. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's their walk with the Lord and and where they're at, and I'm fine with that. I don't, you know. Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, I don't get to have an opinion about that. That's your life. Yep. But anyway, I, as I was processing, I was like, oh, if I take the fear out of it, if I'm trusting the Lord regardless, what would I normally do? I would go and start asking questions because I actually don't feel like I have enough information to really make this decision. Mm-hmm. And so the first person I talked to was a, a doctor that goes to our church and she was super helpful. I asked her about like a whole bunch of things like, hey, it's supposed to affect your fertility because we're talking about getting the girls vaccinated. How real is that? And and she's a OBGYN. Like she's, this is her deal. And she said, no, that's that's actually been debunked. But she explained it in Doctor Speak, which I'll be honest, went like- You smiled and nodded. Over my head. I was like, I love you that you think I understand anything that you just said. But she like- just earnestly explained it all beautifully to me. And then I had to say, slow down. Could you say that? Like, Because let me pause for a second. Because yeah. not only did you get the vaccine, but we also got our two daughters, 14 and 12, vaccinated. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of your initial concerns were, what if this messes up with our reproductive later reproductive right. organs? And that was one of the things on the internet. You know, uh-huh. if you one just many. if you just follow Facebook and you don't follow the trail to the information and yep. stuff. So, I read a whole bunch of articles on it. First of all, I met I read some medical journals and where did that come from? And this you know report in Germany and this is why that's not true and you know all this kind of stuff. And then talked to uh, my friend and she was like, no, AJ, that's not how it works. And so she explained it and it it was so similar to one of these reports that I had read. I was like, okay, yeah, I understand what you're saying now. Okay, so that's not a, a thing. And then she was explaining like, this is, while the COVID part of this vaccine is really recent, you know, because it's adapting the technology of this vaccine to COVID, that piece is new. Um the technology, like the carrier of, of an mRNA vaccine, yep. is actually more than 10 years old. And right. and so she's like, it's not really a new vaccine. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Anyway, so I, but again, this particular friend, she would be a pro-vaccine 
person. Anyway. Anyway. And, but I, I mean, but she was super helpful and I was like, okay, that gives me stuff to pray about. And I, she recommended some things I could read and I went and read some things and I was like, okay, great. And then we went and saw Sam, who is our doctor. Mm -hmm. And, oh, if I back up for just a second, when I saw uh, Danny, who's my other doctor, who does like all the, has helped me with all the hormone stuff and the vitamin stuff and whatever. Uh, when I saw her in January, she had said, AJ, I think it's important everybody gets the vaccine, which to me was shocking because traditionally she, she's she been no vaccine. Like these, yes. you know, her and Sam, we've been, I've been seeing them for 10 years and they've been, we don't vaccinate. Right. So, and uh, the reason we go to uh, our doctor's office that we go to is because they don't pressure us to vaccinate our kids. Right. We had we uh, we were asked At a to leave. Yes, we were asked. To we leave. were asked to leave our other pediatrician because of our stance on vaccinations, and so we looked around for a primary care physician, and we found our primary care physicians, who of course would administer yeah. uh, vaccines. Uh, you know, they're they're medical doctors. Of course, they would do that. Yeah. But they were also entirely happy for us to not and talk through our concerns. Right. And didn't put pressure on us. Right. So, so this, you know. Going into the office, chatting with her, and I, I knew you had had a chat with her about getting the vaccine before you had gotten it. And so we had all this extra time mm-hmm. because we'd done our five whatever well people checkup things. And I just said, hey, Sam, can I have like 15 or 20 minutes to ask you some questions? And so you took the kids out into the waiting room and I just asked her all the questions that I had, like, can you talk to me about shedding? And she explained why that's not a thing. And, you know, can you talk to me about, uh, I, I asked her about the fertility stuff as well. And she said the exact same thing as Kaylina, though more at my level, like she sort of, you know, explained it. She didn't quite use like flashcards and blocks, but it was like a lot easier. Uh, I was like, yes, got it. Whiteboard, protein chains. (laughs) And, uh, so, and then she was talking about just different statistics and, and she was saying like, you know, AJ, people are trying to get a death rate on a, you can't get a death rate during a pandemic. She said, you have to wait till the pandemic is over and then establish the death rate based on the total amount of people that died because it's based on the population. Right. She really helped me. She went through a bunch of different uh, statistics and just like raw data that, that they see, that the doctors see. And she checks it three times a week and whatever. Mm-hmm. We talked about part of why we go to this this office mm-hmm. uh, is uh, because we got booted out of another uh, pediatrician's office, but she's been taking care of us for 10 years. Yep. And, you know, she's not been somebody who's ever encouraged vaccination. For, uh, for us, for, for our us. family. Yeah, yeah. It's been very, very gracious. Um, but when I was sitting there talking to her again, she was like, AJ, I, I, I think it's important that you get the vaccine. I think it's important the girls get the vaccine. I think the risk of the vaccine is so much lower than the risk of Delta. And what she was saying is a physician, like all she's dealing with is follow-up from long COVID. Right. So she was saying it's not even the death rate, AJ. It's all the long COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, you know, she said with any vaccine, you're you're rating the the risk of the vaccine against the risk of getting whatever the thing is and the risk of contributing to spreading it in your community. And, uh, and she's just like the, the risks just don't add up to not do it. And that was a big statement oh, coming from her. It was huge. And like she you got, walked out of the clinic. But she got super passionate about it. Like she got 
like she was crying while she was talking to me, which I have never in 10 years. I mean, she's so laid back and just fun and whatever. And she got super passionate about it. And she's like, you know, people are just not taking this seriously. And she mm-hmm. said, and this, this needs to be taken seriously. And I mean, her, she was heartbroken with the amount of, you know, um, what she sees, what she sees and patients they've lost and friends that she went to medical school that are now dead because of COVID. And I was like, okay. And I thought, I'm still not going to make a decision based on the fear of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to go, I don't want to swing either way uh, for or against based on fear, but I, I'm going to just pray and ask the Lord for peace. And uh, so then I was, I was sort of had given myself a deadline of like, I'd like to know where I am in the next week or two, you know, as I'm sort of processing that. And I'm also thinking about external things like my mother's in Canada and I can't get across the border if anything were to ever happen because you have to be vaccinated to get across the border or pay two grand, you know, like things Mm -hmm. like that. But in the midst of uh, praying about, again, all of this and considering the the ramifications of all of the different things coming together. Yeah. Um, I'm also reading or listening rather to Nehemiah, you know, I'm in the Bible app yeah, yeah. and it's talking about Nehemiah rebuilding the wall. And we all, you know, we always call it Nehemiah's wall, but actually we call it Nehemiah's wall. I okay. think is the correct pronunciation. Well, we call it Nehemiah. Um, so we always think it's kind of one guy building the wall. Well, I mean, not really, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. um, but there's this, there's this, part where it talks about okay so these are not the names but bob rebuilt the wall from bob's house to frank's house and then frank rebuilt the wall from frank's house to tom's house and tom rebuilt the wall and so there's this good jewish name right (laughs) oh really good jewish names um but they're all like everybody took responsibility for the protection and the building of the wall of their section even though it was called nehemiah's wall Mm -hmm. and so i was like it just made it did make me think about vaccinating. Like I was like, oh, actually, if I get vaccinated and and I can't infect somebody else, I actually protect MJ. I protect people that come in contact with me, and I certainly have enough faith to say, Lord, I trust you that I'm going to get this vaccine and I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I just arrived at, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to get it. And when I made that decision, yeah. I I just instantly just had peace. So I was like, okay, I'm good. You and know? I really wasn't in the loop on any of that. I no. don't even remember asking you when I got. That's not how I remember it at all. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, my memory about things I don't care about is remarkably bad. And I would be in the category of things you don't care about? N- no, but like a topic like that is not something I... <laughs> right, okay, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm very, very detail-oriented about stuff I right. care about, but I don't but remember. I didn't, I didn't process with you because I... Not at all. ...didn't want your influence. I didn't want... I just wanted to know from the Lord all what I, I was hearing. See, but all I remember was watching this looming deadline of our kids going back to school and watching no in my opinion, reasonable care for our children in the state of Tennessee right. for their return to school. Right, and the Tennessee a, numbers are crazy. A stark contrast to last year. Yes. So there's no option to do remote learning. The COVID policies for Williamson County Schools is really, really terrible. I mean, it, it's, it's handed down. Right. Uh, you know, the children are not required to wear masks. Right. 
And I'm like, okay, uh, it is irresponsible parenting for me to send my children into that environment. And so that was a looming deadline for me where I am now, as one side of our parents, I want to get our children vaccinated. Right. I don't even know where you are. So all I remember is saying, hey, babe, with the school coming up, would you pray about the kids getting vaccinated? And I remember asking you to get vaccinated too because MJ can't. In America, we can't get uh, the COVID vaccine for under 12. I don't think if it's available anywhere for under 12 at the moment, is it? There are some countries that are vaccinating. Yep, there are. But we can't. So I'm like, okay, MJ, Tia, and Abby are all going into the school system with parents and children who are making choices that we're not. Mm-hmm. What can I do as a responsible parent to protect them? And yeah. this is this is this is one opportunity. And that that's really all I remember making my ask of you. And I remember coming home from speaking to Sam because I spoke to Sam and she'd asked me, which I thought was out of character. I said I was fully vaccinated. You aren't. She said, please make sure the kids get vaccinated. And I said, well, we're coming in for a family, you know, checkup. So, and I came home and said, hey, look, babe, don't want to put pressure on you. Spoke to Sam. It was a fairly sobering conversation. I know you trust her. Would you speak to her? Yeah. And you said, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't realize for months you'd been, you know, pondering this. Well, yeah, because you'd gone and done it and, and, you know, which was fine. I mean, I had agreed, go, you know, go ahead. But, um, but once you'd made that decision, you felt peace. Yeah. And I went and got it a few days later, signed up, went and got the vaccine. And and the kids as well, the girls. Yes. So the very first vaccine Tia's ever received in her entire life is a COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. And the funny thing was, like, we were talking about how when you were in the hospital in February or whenever that was, and mm-hmm. when I had the surgery, like, in those moments when you're in agony and they're like, hey, I'm just going to inject you this in you and it's going to help with whatever. You're like, yeah, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Just get me out of pain. Um, and even with Tia, like crushing her finger, mm-hmm. you know, it was they were like, has she had tetanus? We were like, no, she hasn't had any vaccines. I mean, she's just had her, you know, at that point she'd had one COVID, you know, shot or whatever. And they were like, uh, she's going to need tetanus because it was like a steel hinge and, and the, you know, it's all the, yeah, and it's you know, an open wound. And we're like, yeah, okay. You know, like, so again, it's, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm not trusting the Lord by, by listening to a medical person. Right. And any more than I think it's not trusting the Lord if you need medication for depression or, you know, mm-hmm. some other kind of health thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that those things are at odds. I don't I don't believe that uh, that wisdom and faith are at war. Right. Well, it goes back to you were mentioning Nehemiah um, or Nehemiah, as the Canadians pronounce him. And I was, you know, we were reading the same passage together, going through the Bible together. Mm-hmm. And the thing that struck me was when opposition comes and then Nehemiah arms all the builders and staggers those who are building with those who are protecting. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting that he's received a command from the Lord to build the wall. Yeah. Opposition has come. And he doesn't just say, well, if God wants it done, he'll take care of it. He took steps to be responsible and actually arm the men. And some people could say, oh my gosh, don't you have faith in God to protect you? Well, yeah, but, why'd you fight back? But the very fact that yeah. he trusted God to protect him was yeah. to equip himself with what was available. Yeah. And so, you know, oh my gosh, you don't trust God to protect you from COVID? No, I do, which is why I'm getting a vaccine that God gave scientists brilliant minds to develop this as a way of protecting us. Yeah. And so this notion that to do one means you don't have faith, you know, I, I think that's I think that's nonsense, biblically yeah. and... Um, you know, born out in our life. Yeah. 
I think the thing that still makes me saddest, which has nothing to do with vaccines and has more to do with the last year and a half, mm-hmm. is that in the midst of whether you're mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine, is I feel like the body of Christ has forgotten to be kind. Wow. And I think one of the things that the Lord was just really hammering uh, home to me the last couple of weeks is when it comes to the judgment, like when you get up here, we're not going to be talking about COVID. We're not going to be talking about government. We're going to be just talking about, did you love well? Mm -hmm. Were you kind? Mm -hmm. You know, and I just, I think my heart feels so sad because it feels like right now, perhaps because we're all spending too much time at home, we're all under a lot of stress, we're all done with COVID, we have fatigue, blah, blah, blah. But it feels like everything has become a polarizing issue and we've forgotten to be able to love somebody who doesn't think the same as ourselves. And that makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Going back to you getting the shot, what what happened to you? What were your side effects? What were the girls' side effects? How did it go down? The girls didn't have any side effects, really. They just were like, my arm was sore for a day, and that was it. So you had a headache for like two days on our second shot? Yeah. Not two days, sorry. Two hours. I was going to yeah. I was like, I was two like, days? Nope. I don't remember two hours. that. I have a bit of a headache. She, she must not have told me. Yep. Um, I I spiked a fever with both, but I mean, I, st- I had gone, gotten tested and I still had antibodies. Mm-hmm. And I told uh, you know our doctor, like, I still have antibodies. And she said, I, I think you can still go ahead. And I was like, okay. The first one for 24 hours, I had a fever of 102. Just, it like sort of instantly, like, oh. It came on and it left yeah. almost within 24 hours. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And I literally went from I'm totally okay to, it was the day we were at the hospital with Tia's finger. We got home and all of a sudden I went, gosh, I don't feel okay. And I had gotten the vaccine the day before. I spiked a fever of 102, exactly 24 hours it was gone, and then I was fine. And then uh, same thing with the second shot, only it was only for about 10. Well, no, it was longer than that. For 12 was, hours. You got up and you weren't feeling good? I got up at 6, good. and it was gone by about 8. Yeah. So it was like 14 hours. And that was it. Um, But it did get up to 103.5 at one point, which was really hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was only for like half an hour. And then, you know. Went back down and so now you uh, feel good. So that was it. Ready to flex your fully vaccinated status? I mean, I don't know how you flex that. I'm still wearing a mask when I'm in, you know, inside mm-hmm. and whatever. I'm just like. It was really sweet going to the movie theater with Abby because she was, of course, fully vaccinated. Yeah, I was fully vaccinated, and I also did my due diligence. I looked at the the load yeah. of the, you know, how many people were in the room massive room 20 people right. you know everyone was wearing masks we were wearing masks throughout the whole thing you know watching it but it was just sweet to have that level of right, okay abs we're gonna go out and we're gonna do this and wow so now looking back on aj jones like what's happened to your head when you think about your kids are now vaccinated you're vaccinated based on where you were in may like how do you how do you feel i feel fine i mean i Hopefully, I'm always teachable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't ever want to be so stuck in my own opinion that I can't even hear the Lord about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did the Lord say? I didn't hear that part when you prayed. What did the Lord say? I felt like the Lord just started pointing out things to me. So that's what I mean. Like, uh... you know, the stuff with Nehemiah, and and then the Lord was talking to me about, well, you were really okay for them to give you whatever during the surgery, 
and you were believing me to protect you. Why aren't you believing me to protect you if you got the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Not even like when you get it, but if you got it. What, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the difference in your mind? You know, so it was more like I felt like I was debating with the Lord a little bit, mm-hmm. like nicely. Yeah. Just him helping me discover where really it wasn't matching up, mm-hmm. you know. So. I, I find it interesting that the Lord you know he he does that he he just kind of points at things yeah. you know and have you considered this and yeah. you know as you as you talk with him about those things he's he's a genius like that at leading us to maybe where we need to get to without dragging us there yeah you know i i was talking to somebody at church and when i was in the process of you know making the decision and just was sharing with this friend that i'm you know in in this process of trying to make this decision and and she was saying you know so am i and I think my my best advice was, you know, do the research as best you can. I mean, I'm not a medical person, so there's a lot I don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not what I'm trained to do. That was the other thing, actually, that the Lord said to me. He's like, before I talk to Sam or Kayleen or anything, and he's like, you know, why are you trying to figure this out on your own? Like, you don't go to to Sam or Kayleen and ask them to help you figure out the parables, you know, in the Bible or, you know explain Genesis to you, but you would go to them for medical help. And Mm -hmm. it seems like you're not actually going to a legit source to help you make the decision that you need to make. Because you're trying to figure it out on your own, you mean? Uh, On my own. And then based on like reading things on the internet. But again, there's, you can find anything to support your view. It feels, it feels like there's so much fear, uncertainty and doubt. And it, you know, it just feels like such a big mess. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to make sure like that I'm reading peer reviewed things and, you know, all that kind of stuff and not like Bob's article, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't even know that I comprehend all of what I'm reading, to, you know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so that was a part of it for me, too, was like the Lord was sort of like, hey, can I challenge you that actually usually you go to an expert to help you make those kind of decisions you see an accountant to talk about your finances right right. you see a chiropractor about your bad back right right right. so i was like right okay right you know and i i still even when i started having those conversations didn't think i would end up in a different place than i was Mm. i just thought i'll do my due diligence and you know um but yeah just well one one of the things that was a consistent point of feedback from the last episode that we did you know when i talked about my choice is 50 percent vaccinated i got a lot of feedback which was so tender from people who basically the story went with i was so done with covid i didn't want to hear another person's opinion so i nearly didn't listen to your episode right. or i okay. saw the title and just thought no i don't want to listen to your you talk about why you got about you know i just yeah, didn't yeah. want to listen to it but the holy spirit had me listen to it and i was really touched you know even if they disagreed with the outcome they said we were really touched with the way you made your decisions like as a married couple, yeah, really touched by you know your devotion to each other, devotion to the Lord, and I I just want to make a comment on you know your whole decision making process. You know, you, you've talked a little bit about the space that you got for me. I didn't know you were going through all this stuff. Space to be with the Holy Spirit. How did you feel about my initial question? I know you were very blasé earlier about like no, I was fine. I, I was shocked by that response. I didn't think you'd be fine to for me to ask you about that. 
to ask me about hey would you pray about about doing something i know you don't want to do like if it wasn't about vaccines and it was something else hey would you pray about could we go and buy a whatever i mean we do that all the time so it it didn't spin me to be asked to pray about it i didn't think i'd end up where i ended up but i was happy to pray about it you didn't what what made you so confident you wouldn't end up where you ended up i don't know i mean just sort of like i don't i i felt i think because we made a vaccine decision 10 years ago you know or 12 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. i was sort of like i can't i can't imagine that that's going to change for me but i'm happy to pray about it mm-hmm. you know but again a lot I of stuff has happened in our life teachable. because we prayed about it sure i mean a lot of stuff yeah yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for sharing your story. I loved hearing it because I didn't. I think I think when you just casually one day just said, "Yeah, I'm. I've scheduled the girls to get a vaccine, and I'm going to get vaccinated the week after." I was just like, "Say, say nothing. Don't ruin anything. Just go." Oh, okay. And I think I just tried to remain super calm and not be like, "Tell me everything about it." And you know, what about well, this? What did, about that? How and, did you get like, there? Like, don't talk right over it. Let's just, you know, just leave it. And so, you know, once I knew you'd done one, I knew you would do the other because I know you're not to be a quitter. Yeah. And then I really want you to talk about it on the podcast, but I wasn't sure how vulnerable you wanted to be or whether you wanted to talk about it. Well, or I'm not ashamed know. that I got, no, you I, know, vaccinated, and it wasn't I'm from fine that. to even have changed my perspective on this vaccine i'm not planning on getting the kids all the other vaccines i'm not this well, is a pandemic uh, uh, let me let me just play one audio clip just okay yeah. i'm not even considering getting the vaccine yeah um i don't want our kids to get a vaccine so you were adamant then yeah, so yeah. who knows maybe in a couple of years we'll all be fully vaccinated for everything under the sun oh that's the scariest thing i've ever heard <laughs> um anyway uh yeah i love and that you shared that I, story i think I, w- I don't know if i cut myself off earlier but i was saying you know i was talking with a friend and going through the process and yeah. i just said you know in the end i think it's about you and the holy spirit having a conversation making a decision when you have all the information and then it can't be about what anybody else thinks about it mm-hmm. you know so and this particular person was married so i was like you guys need to you know pray and figure out you know, maybe you're both going to make the same decision. Maybe you're not, but you you both need to know what you're each wanting to do and yeah. have some peace and and then just head on with your lives because you know it's not it's not worth the. There you go. Pray. Stuff. Have some peace. Head on with your lives. Yeah. Um, I forgot to pull out some listeners' questions for this week. Oh, good. So we have no listener questions. Tell people <laughs> where they can get the notes for this week's episode. You can get the notes by going to alanandaj.com slash two fifty two. And if you've got questions about anything we talked about, if you want to ask AJ questions about her vaccine journey, if you want to ask us questions about anything, where she got her sweater from, where I got my shirt from, just go to alanandaj.com slash ask. If you would like to see AJ in her full winter wonderland glory and me in my Hawaiian summer shirt, you can become a member <laughs> from as little as $1 an episode. If you go to alanandaj.com slash join did i say that right alanaj.com you did slash join that's us you can find all about our membership program which gives you access to video versions of the podcast discounts on all our products and priority q a for the weeks where i remember to put the questions into the show notes that's true yeah but for now have a wonderful week yeah faith life communication tacos and video games paleo
the kindness of God The things we deal with every day From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and me Alan yeah. and AJ oh, yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses Sharing their life experiences Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses They talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone 